today we are continuing our studies on the scars of Joseph. Previously, we realized what Joseph went through because of his brothers and the decisions that he had to take. Now, as we continue, we realize that although Joseph was blessed as a slave in Potiphar's house, but Joseph went from the frying pan into the fire because of slander by Potiphar's wife. Genesis 39, 7 to 9, it says that, And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, my master does not know what it is with me in this house. Let me, let me take that again. He said, look, my master does not know what it is with me in this house. And he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I. Nor has he kept back anything from me but you. Because you are his wife, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So, you realize that Joseph was someone who really feared God. So, he said, I can't commit this sin against God. Because Joseph was committed to holiness and integrity, he could not sin against Potiphar or against God. You know, something inside of Joseph said no to sin. And if Joseph could respond this way under the old covenant, surely you can under the new covenant. There is power in the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit to stand against any temptation. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says that there is no temptation that has taken you except such as to come unto man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God always prepares an escape door. Myself and you, we, just, we have to keep on checking the doors. We have to keep on checking the locks until we find the one which will lead us out. Better yet, we can't enter the wrong doors in the first place. The Holy Spirit will lead us to
to the right places. And I pray that may this be your portion in Jesus' name. So, Potiphar's wife persisted in her plan to seduce Joseph. In Genesis chapter 39, verse 10 to 18, the Bible says that, So it was as she spoke to Joseph day by day, that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the house was inside, that she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. And so it was, when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside, that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought into us, in, he, he, sorry, he has brought into us a Hebrew to mock us. He came into me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it happened when he heard that I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. Then she spoke to him with words like this, saying, The Hebrew servant whom you brought to us came in to me to mock me. So it happened as I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. The problem is Potiphar never questioned his wife's story from what we just read. But rather in his anger, in verse 20, he took Joseph and put him into the prison. The place where the king's prisoners were confined and he was there in the prison. So we realize that once again, Joseph has received a scar for something he didn't do. The scar was against his integrity and character. Although he knew he had done no wrong, he could not convey his innocence to the people because the circumstances and evidence though untrue framed him because his madam is now having his attire in her hand and said he came in with the intention to rape me to lie with me to have sex with me now everyone thought of Joseph as a horrible person. You see, I am talking about scars that are sometimes far deeper than the ones on the outside. The emotional scars 
of childhood abuse and rejection. And now the scars of having your record smeared by slander and lies. What will you do when you find yourself in the midst of this? Joseph's position was gone. Joseph was at a point where he had started climbing the ladder of success, but suddenly the ladder has been jerked right from under him. And now Joseph was left with nothing. No future and no hope. Locked up in an Egyptian prison. There was no one to visit Joseph, no one to write to him, no one to encourage him, no one to defend him because he was a slave and he has been accused and there was an evidence that whatever was being said seemed true, but it wasn't. (sighs) Everyone has experienced some type of bad word spoken against them at one time or another. Now, if those cars are held, they will keep you in bondage. But if you let go of them, you arise above whatever anyone has ever done to you. I believe that it's time for you to make a choice. That I am forgiving and releasing and I am rising up. Genesis 39, 21 to 23 says of Jesus, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. And he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph and all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him and whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Can you imagine even in prison, the Lord was with Joseph. Let me tell you something. The presence of a problem does not negate the fact that God is with you. People can lie on you. People can say things. People can tarnish your integrity, your image that you've taken years to build. To the outsiders, it might seem that it is true. But deep down, you know it is not. That is why you must have have a right standing with God. Don't compromise your integrity. Don't give the enemy the chance to make allegations against you. If you let go of the scars from the hurt and offenses of your past, God's hand of blessing and prosperity will not be stopped, regardless of wherever you end up. If you are in a business, be the best you can be. In every place that you find yourself, 
Whether you were manager, you were minister of the gospel, you were missionary. In everything that you do, a trader, be the best you can be. Hold on to your integrity. Don't hold on to what people have done to you and the scars that has left in your life. But hold on to God and God will prosper you. Don't settle for mediocrity. Rise up with a vision to prosper right where you are. As you put God first, he will exalt you. The Bible says that no good thing would the Lord withhold from me because in Christ we walk uprightly. What has held you bound? What are the scars that you can't let go at this moment? Wherever you are, you might have been lied on. You might have been accused of something you know nothing about like Joseph. You were rejected, thought you were doing well, and now you are being lied on. Accused. Everyone looks at you as if you are the devil that they don't want to even meet in their life. But God is faithful. God can turn things around for your good. Even in prison, the Lord was with Joseph. I don't know what people, because of what people have done to you, I don't know where it has landed you. I don't know where you are hearing my voice, but I can tell you that God is faithful. Let it go. No matter what anyone has done to you, don't hold it against them. It might be painful. Things you don't know anything about. Those are the scars we are talking about. Nobody sees, but it exists. I want to pray with you at this moment. The Lord, you can pray with me, the Lord, I commit my life into your hands. Father, if there is anything that was holding on to that hindered me from advancing in life, that hindered me from prospering and doing well in everything, I release it. I let it go, Father. Anything that I was holding against anyone, I release it now. Forgive me of my sins also, Lord. I thank you for what you have done. I thank you for your word. I thank you that I am a new man. I thank you that my life has been transformed. I thank you that I have prospered. Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.